we're going to do something a little different tonight. Let's go. insightful game good evening everybody welcome back welcome back yes welcome back welcome back i know it's been a minute since we have talked with y'all and dropped y'all some knowledge but you know we're back you know life gets in the way get busy and stuff but we here <laughs> you know we here for another episode so we didn't want y'all to be worried and nothing like that but as y'all come in, as always, definitely make sure that you go ahead and like, subscribe to this video, subscribe to our channel. Um, basically, just, you know, let us know that you're here and all of that and that you're yes. supporting us. And as always, for our new viewers and listeners, we always like to introduce ourselves. I am your girl, Shaniquia, a.k.a. S. And I am your girl, Lakeisha, a.k.a. L. And together we are Insightful Conversations with SNL. And we are going to give you a really good episode, as always. But before we even get started, want to check in with you, cuz. How's your week been going so far? What busy, you been up to? Busy, 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 busy. Um, we are into probably the busiest season. Um, time of the year for um the program that i work for which is upward bound so we're preparing for all things summer academy getting ready to welcome about 33 students to fsu's campus so to say the least um we are winding down you know to the point where they move in on campus so like i said just been some early mornings late nights but as always it is worth it mm, it's um, the early morning late nights for me isn't that a, <laughs> isn't that a um a marsha ambrosia it is. okay well, first thing where is she you know she was laying down them hits back in the day she like was, she with, was. especially she go ahead she hasn't really coming out she hasn't really came out with anything um lately and it probably like i said just people just now just starting to kind of get back in the groove of everything with everything that's been going on in the world with the pandemic and stuff like that yeah but okay. that album that that song was on was busting like it, I, I have that i have fine. that album it so. was fine it was it was yeah. you know i was a fan of her when she was with floetry but yeah. you know but even her solo stuff was hidden too yes it was yes, fine yes, yes. Okay. yeah well, that's good and what about yourself, cuz? Well, I have been having a great week so far. Um, last week I was sick. I um, had a little bit of a cold, so I was under the weather, but feeling much better now. You know, because I signed it a mess. Yes. During our planning meeting. I'm <laughs> glad that you are you like, feeling bad. You feeling like, better. You should was concerned. Yes. I was too. Um, so definitely feeling better. Um, I was able to travel over the Memorial Day weekend to visit some friends in Florida, so I was really happy about that. Just Good. some time to get away, <laughs> but but yeah, so but I've been doing well. Good, 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 good. All right, well, 
without further ado, we can go ahead and get started with our episode. We always like to start off with what we call buzzworthy, buzzworthy topics. topics. So, Lakeisha, what's been buzzworthy in your week? Um, I would probably say, uh, if you have not been keeping up with media, whether that's television, um, it's social media and the likes, uh, we've been having a lot of um, shootings and mass shootings going on around the country, um, you know, from the elementary school shooting um, out in Texas um, and, and things of that, uh, uh, things of that nature. You had the shooting um, at the grocery store up in Buffalo. Um, and now more recently um, on yesterday, um, the shooting that occurred at a clinic um, in Oklahoma in which a, uh, I want to say two physicians and one of the receptionists um, was killed um, by one of their patients. Um, he was complaining um, of severe back pain. He had just recently had surgery. Um, and they said that, you know, he kept calling in, um, in particularly uh, wanting to speak uh, with that particular doctor who performed his surgical procedure. Um, and for whatever reason, like I said, just walked into, you know, the doctor's office and, um, you know, unfortunately took um, those healthcare workers' lives. Um, and they're saying he took his own life as well uh, once police arrived on the scene. So just all in all, just a lot of tragedy, mm -hmm. um, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of frustration, a lot of anger that a lot of people have, ex have been experiencing as of late. Um, just because, like I said, of the, the, the constant casualties uh, when it comes to shootings and things like that. So I'm just anxious um, to, to hear, you know, as a community, um, even on a federal government level, you know, what are our next steps mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to protecting the innocent uh, when it comes to protecting our children, because it's just starting to feel like you you don't really feel safe anywhere um, and things like that. You don't know, you know, if you walk out your door, if that'll be the last time, you know, if you, you know, spend time with your loved ones, that'll be the last time that you see them. Um, you get in a conflict, you know, with somebody and things are not necessarily said in the manner what you think they should be said or handled. Um in a particular fashion, you know, what could possibly transpire next. Mm -hmm. um, and so maybe that's something that you and I can look into on a further date and time, like sitting down and having more of an in-depth conversation about um, gun laws and gun control and just moving as a nation, as a community, as a people, what do we do to move forward? So um, definitely our hearts, our prayers go mm -hmm. out to the victims um, as well as their families because uh, like I said, this is a time of year, you know, summertime has finally arrived. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a time the world is starting to open back up, you know, after we've been on lockdown for um, about two, two and a half years. And so um, it's just been unfortunate. Like this is the way that, you know, we're welcoming um, not only summer, but just like I said, starting to kind of get back in the groove of things um, from all things pandemic. So my heart goes out uh, to those who have been affected by these tragedies. And just like I said, we are, me and Shaniqua will definitely keep you all um, prayed up 
um, on our ends. And I just mm -hmm. hope and pray, you know, for those of you all that do, um, you know, you own a gun, um, even if you don't own a gun, like, you know, just educate, educate yourself and just be cautious of being proactive and not necessarily reactive, you know, in uh, very cumbersome, very troubling, you know, type of situations. I definitely agree. Cause, cause I feel like, Every few episodes, we have this conversation in our buzzworthy topic segment yeah. about some type of tragedy that's that's gone on. Um, primarily a lot of times shootings. Yeah, and I just kind of feel like when is enough gonna be enough? enough. Like when is gonna end? Just like that basketball player coach, the yeah. basketball coach, where he was like, When is it gonna end? Like, what are we when are we gonna do something? And that's just kind of like where I'm at with it now because I'm honestly just drained yeah emotionally from this i'm exhausted because i'm just like i don't know i feel like sometimes i might be just so conditioned to having this happen so frequently that it's just like you think about it you express your condolences we say prayers and things like that and then it's kind of like we move on to the next thing and then we yeah. do this again when another situation happens so it's just like i'm just tired and I just also want to add, I, I, I totally echo your sentiments that you were saying before, but definitely knowing when you need to take a break, like Most take a break from like watching the news or from yeah. social media, because that can be draining too. Cause I found myself doing a lot of that, just stepping away because I just, I needed to do that Yeah, for my own sanity I totally and mental health because it because it, it was just too much so yeah. like you said definitely prayers and condolences go out to all the victims families and just all the the lives that was lost were senseless oh yes things. oh yes. especially that the is. little kids like I, no, I'm sorry that just definitely. that school oh. yeah I'm sorry anyway I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's just gonna make me mad but um anyway so I guess it's my turn yes, to talk about what's been buzzworthy in my week. Um, so just on a little bit more of a lighter note, but it's not really light because it's still kind of messy, but you know, whatever. Because uh, you know, I always like to give you celebrity tea. Um, <laughs> so there's been a lot going on in the celebrity world. You got Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard, their whole little situation with their verdict. Then you got um, just a lot of stuff that's just been going on with different celebrities. But one in particular that I wanted to talk about was Miss Nene Leakes. Okay. Because um, we actually, if you remember, Lakeisha, our very first episode of this season was basically about Nene when we yes. talked about like when is soon too soon. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this is just literally like hot off the press. This happened today. So. We've discussed in our first episode about how Nene is in another relationship. Okay. Right. So the guy, her boyfriend that she's with, his estranged wife is basically suing Nene for a hundred thousand dollars plus. Okay. For basically, she blames her for breaking up their marriage. And for um her husband cheating. And she's basically saying that it caused her emotional distress, seeing pictures of them together and on social media. And, and she just not having it. And she won't need to pay for that. And so she's taking her to court for wow. that. So 
First of all, you know, I had to do my research on this because I was like, why is she suing Nene? Why she yeah. trying to go after her husband? But then I'm just like, when I did research, I saw that North Carolina, which is the state that she lives. Okay. That's that's one of seven states where that's actually legal to do that. Like if the person wow. um, has been cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like whether it's the wife or the husband doing the cheat, like they can sue the person, mistress or whoever, they can sue that other person who basically kind of got in the way of the marriage gotcha. or whatever. Allegedly. So that's what they say that they can do that. So um I don't know how to feel about it because I do like Nene, but I'm hoping that her boyfriend um told her that he wasn't married because i don't really know what the situation is because if she was deliberately messing with that man she wrong if she know that he was married still because i know that there are situations where they might be separated and then you know they decided they want to date other people i mean that could be the situation here but i don't know it just made me think about that episode of Real Housewives. Remember the reunion episode where Nene told Kim, close your legs and married men? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might want to follow your advice. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll definitely be following this story. Yeah. <laughs> closely I'm pretty see. sure in the next coming weeks, coming right. months, it'll develop more. Right. And so, and I follow Nene on Instagram and she is so like, seems to be unbothered by this. She posting like pictures and videos of her and her boyfriend, like in her Instagram story. So like, I guess, you know, she unfazed by this. She like, I'm gonna stick by him. So anyway, that's that. All right. Anything else we want to cover? I just on. wanted to send a shout out. Um, okay, who we shouting out? Want to shout out all of the high school graduates. Oh yeah, um, across the nation, a um, lot, a lot, a lot of um, students, like I said, are embarking on the next phase of their mm -hmm. of their life. Whether that's all things college, that's all things military. Um, some may be taking a gap year, um, you know, as they explore and get to know more about themselves. Um, and decide, you know, what path they're going to go down. And some individuals, some students are going directly straight into the workforce. And so, um, like I said, just wanted to congratulate you all, um, let you all know how proud um, that we are of you. And we wish you the most, um, wish you the best abundant blessings um, in this next phase of your life. High school graduation is such an exciting time. It is. Um, and it's, it's a moment that you definitely, it, you can't compare it to anything else. Um, you can't take it back. And like I said, with everything going on with the pandemic and us now getting back into sort of a new normal, it's good to see, you know, schools are um, celebrating their graduates, um, going back to, you know, some pre-pandemic um, forms of entertainment and celebration and things like that. So Kudos to each and every one of you. I got students who are graduating. Um, one of my high school students actually graduated today. Um, and the rest of them will be walking across that stage on tomorrow. So like I said, know that we love you. Know that we support you. Yes. And welcome to 
young adulthood slash adulthood. Yes. <laughs> I, I like to call them emerging adults. Emerging adults. That's yeah, that's what I like to call them. But yeah, you know what? I'm glad that you, you know, did that shout out because I, I you know, I had been thinking about that too. And it kind of made me remember the times when I, you know, like when we graduated yes. from high school and you know how we were so excited and yeah. kind of anxious. I know I was a little bit nervous about my next journey in terms of starting college and beyond but but you're right it is a fun time and it's a fun time we hope that you all enjoy this time too yeah celebrate yourselves because you you achieve such a huge accomplishment yes but definitely yes, enjoy this time yes yes okay? yes yes all right well we ready to move we on we are ready all right so <laughs> i'm gonna let you lakeisha kind of introduce this one because this is Something a little different for us, something but it's gonna different. be fun. But it's gonna be fun though. Something a little different, something a little new. So, for the most well, of you well, all, that's well, been... before we do that, I'm sorry. You want okay. me to want us to give them the title first, like we always do? Yeah, going to give them the title because okay. So we call this episode "Getting to Know SNL: The Stimulation Game." Yes, I bet y'all like what that got going on. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> It ain't what y'all don't get your mind out the gut if y'all think it's Please do. Deal. Please it do. It ain't. <laughs> Me and my cousin are professional women. Right. Okay? Right. But but it is fun. It is a little fun little game we're going to be doing. So for those of you all that has been following us for quite some time, and for those of uh, those of you all that actually made notion if we're not personally, um, y'all know, you know, we usually have this very thought out, organized, um, type of scheme you know with episodes with various things and things of that nature and we just thought you know with everything that's going on that we need to put a spin on it um and do something out of the ordinary um and so i was telling shaniquia that years ago i had purchased this game um it is a card game some of you all may actually have it um but the game is by a famous uh I would say influencer in so on, in these social media streets. But anyways, <laughs> it's a great game. I had brought the game at the time I was dating somebody um, and just wanted a more creative means of us to get to know one another. So you did just, play the game. You did play yeah, the game. Yeah, I, I played okay. it. Okay. Um, versus like you're just running the meal, especially like on in a first date type of situation. Um, where it can be very awkward if you don't necessarily know much about that person. They don't necessarily know much about you. So um, this is where this particular card game comes into, um, it comes in handy. And so it has different scenarios, um, some what ifs, what would you's, uh, you have to choose, that type of thing. And so, so, like I said, some of the questions are definitely fun in nature. And then some of those questions um, are more scenario based, if you will. So with that being said, that's what Shaniqua and I are going to do on this evening. You all are going to get to know us more better um, when it comes to all things relationships, because that's what the majority of these cars actually are centered around. So we hope that you all enjoy. Yes. And we also hope that maybe y'all might use some of these questions to kind of spark a discussion in yeah. y'all conversation that y'all may have with, you know, your friends or significant others or whatever, or potential significant others so yeah so i can just say i've never heard of this game before so i'm a little nervous about what's going to be asked but um but i'm a trooper so i'll i'll, I'll do it so 
Now, I will say for the sake of time, um, there is a lot of cards in this game. I want to say it's like over 100. So, of course, uh, we're not going to be able to go through all of the cards. Uh, but I picked out, I thought, some juicy ones uh, that would spark, you know, some good conversations and things like that. So choose the first one. Make it okay, good. so this is a fun one, Shaniquia. Okay. So you've got to choose one, okay? Okay. Queso or Rotel Dip? Queso. <laughs> only because I don't even. Well, only because I don't know what Rotel Dip is. You don't know what Rotel uh -uh. is. Uh uh. What is that? Queso. Oh my what gosh. Is you've you've got to have you've had Rotel. I don't think I have because it doesn't sound familiar. So right. Rotel, a lot of times, like let's say, definitely, it's very popular around Super Bowl time. Okay. So it's like the dip with the cheese. Um, not not a ten times you'll find it made like with ground beef. Um, it has like the Rotel um, sauce white with the Rotel tomatoes and things like that. It's usually color wise. It's give, it gives off kind of like an orangey. The color is more lacking to that, like of a cheese. It looks more like on cheese side versus like queso. Queso, that's more so of the white yeah. dipping sauce. But like I said, Rotel, that has the meat. It has the Rotel potato, uh, not potatoes tomatoes the green peppers that type of things it's a little just a little spice it's not that spice but just a little spice no can't say i've ever had that because wow. it didn't sound familiar but yes i i rock with my queso okay dip all the time yes okay okay even so i might get fancy and put a little meat in it sometimes but, <laughs> but you know but yes i love my queso dip Okay, so I'm a Rotel girl myself. So okay, give me some Rotel dip and the um the scoopers, um or some tortilla chips. I'm old school as well, and I'm good to go. Okay, well next time I see you, we're gonna have to try some. Have to try some Rotel, so so I can see what it tastes like. Cause I didn't. It was the look that you gave me, like queso. <laughs> like why? I'm like, well, why not queso? I mean, I like queso as well, but. <laughs> Oh man, Rotel, Rotel, Rotel. And how do you spell that? Is it spelled the way I think it's spelled? Like Rotel, like R O T E L L? Or is it? So just with one L. Just with one L. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, uh, listeners, viewers, hit us up and let us know if you ever heard of Rotel. Because <laughs> I, I had never heard of that. I'm sorry. I, I only knew about queso. <laughs> That's it. Salsa. And I promise y'all, I just randomly picked that particular card. Okay. I just randomly okay. picked it. Okay. Okay. So, cause the fastest way for someone to earn cool points with you is to a tell the truth no matter what, b admit when they are wrong, c make time for you, or d verbalize the things they like about you. I gotta just pick one. Gotta pick one. The fastest way for someone to earn cool points with you is to A, tell the truth no matter what, B, admit when they are wrong, C, make time for you, or D, verbalize the things they like about you. Now, see, this ain't fair. There's not an all of the above. Nope, it's not. Because, see, all of those are important <laughs> to me, but you said the fastest way yes. for them to... I guess I would say the truck. I mean, what, what is it? Um, tell the truth. Yeah, I think the first one. Hey, mm -hmm. yeah, because honesty is very important to me. Um, even though I've learned over the years that I haven't always been the best with with accepting feedback, 
but I'm getting better in that area. It's growth people. Gotcha. Um, so I, I really do appreciate when people tell me the truth. So I think okay. I will go with that one. Okay. Okay. You sure it wasn't all of the above option? It was not all of it. I could actually show you the card on camera. <laughs> it is not. It is not. I, okay. I think for me, the fastest way for someone to earn cool points with me would probably be B. Um, you know, if, if something has gone wrong or they did something um, wrong or, you know, you fumbled a bag in a sense, just admit, just admit that you're wrong. At the end of the day, we're all humans. Um, none of us are perfect. Um, and especially at our age, although I do know of old fools um, and those that are out there still playing games and things like that, to me, it just comes to a point like, you know, when do you grow up and mature? Um, because failure is not bad. I don't necessarily look at it, look at it that way. Um, anymore like there's learning if you look at it from that context there's various things and various avenues in which you can learn mm -hmm. and move forward from a particular situation so you know if you've wronged somebody um, or like I said you know maybe you you know stated that you were going to do something and for whatever reason you never got around to doing it uh, just admit it own up to that don't um, offer up excuses because um, you're not being genuine. You're not necessarily um, owning the fact uh, that you fell short. Um, and like I said, just sit in that thing. And I, my hope is that, you know, if the incident occurs again or before it occurs again, that you've learned the lesson beforehand to prevent it from happening um, again. So you want to earn cool points with Lakeisha? Admit when you're wrong. Don't be trying to play games. Don't be trying to slide to second base. Don't be trying to move on to the next combo. Like, let's talk about this thing. You know, let's yeah. get down to the nitty gritty. Um, and that may be uncomfortable for a lot of people uh, because you are opening yourself up to be judged. You're allowing yourself to be transparent and vulnerable. But like I said, if somebody loves you, they trust you, they support you at the end of the day, um, although they're going to still sit up here and hold you accountable and you still may make them feel a certain type of way, um, you're going to gain a much greater respect for them compared, like I said, if you were trying to lie um, about the situation. So, yeah, that's which is my why, stance. Which is why I was saying in a, kind of, in a lot of ways, Carol, about age being very important to me, because mm -hmm. like I feel like without honesty and truth like i just don't feel like we can have an effective relationship you know what i'm right. saying because it's kind of like what i was talking about in the last episode when we did about ghosting like mm -hmm. just letting me know up front like what's kind of the situation exactly. so that way it would i wouldn't be like having any you know playing any guessing games yeah. or having any doubts or whatever just just the way to win me over the very quickest way to do that tell the truth Tell the truth. Tell, Tell the, the truth. truth. All right. You ready for the next question? Mm -hmm. All right. It says, what level of presence on social media do you think is necessary for a relationship? A, as much as possible. If you're proud, flaunt it. B, occasional good times, but that's it. C, just enough to make it clear that you're taken. Or D, 
out of sight, out of mind, no presence. I'm, bat- I'm battling between B and C. What read B and C to me again? Okay. B reads occasionally good times, but that's it. And then C states just enough to make it clear that you're taken. I'm going to go with B because I feel like, because I know I'm just thinking about whenever I post on social media. Um, cause I'm not a big poster. Like I don't post every minute of my life mm-hmm. on social media. Like I don't be posting when I'm driving down the street and listen to music, but I know plenty of people that do that. And that's no shade to them. Cause some people just like to be seen like that, you know, on social media. Oh yeah. my God, why are you laughing? I'm just saying, literally, I know. No shade. <laughs> but, um, some people like it and I know people that's like that. But um, but for me, like whenever I post, I just post like I have to have a feeling. Like yeah. sometimes maybe if I'm going out, you know, with friends or whatever, or even if there's something fun that I'm doing, mm-hmm. I might want to share that, you know, just to let you know, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm living life, whatever. But so I feel like that would be what I would translate to in a relationship to just like give you just enough um, to just kind of let you know, like, hey, you know. We having fun, you know, this is who I'm with and that's it. So that's all you need. Just a little bit. Just occasionally. Occasionally. Yep. What about you? Um, a level of presence necessary for a relationship on social media. Um, probably I would, I agree with you because, um, for me, it'd probably be occasionally good times, um, with a little bit of D because, if you know me, I'm not on, I'm not really, I don't really have a heavy presence on social media um, and things like that. And that's done intentionally. Um, my life is my life as I feel. And I share what it is that I want to share um, with people, you know, in these social media streets and vice versa. Um, I don't necessarily think that everybody should have access Um to my life and what it is that I have going on. Um, like, like I said, if you know me or you want to get to know me, um, then do just that. But I'm not the type of person that's going to always be putting out very intricate, very intimate details um, about myself because I have seen that work for some people and some couples. Uh, and I've also seen that cause um, havoc uh, for others. So I would definitely, you know, let you know that I am taken um, and things like that when and when I do get into a relationship. But at the same time, it's not like I'm going to be the individual. And I also would love to be with a partner that's not um, both of us of the same mindset. We ain't going to be posting every five minutes, you know, what it is that we're doing. Um, Because once again, that's not everybody's business. It's not. Yeah, it's not. And I think I said this in a previous episode, too, whenever I see couples doing that, Mm -hmm. posting a lot. And, you know, it's like they give us so much. And then it's like when they break up, we don't get anything. I want to know what happened. I've been invested this whole time since y'all been together. Please let me know what happened. You shared everything else. So share how y'all broke up. But, yeah, just a little bit. Just enough. Just enough. Mm -hmm. Just enough. That was a good question. Good question. Ooh. Next question reads, your biggest pet peeve about modern day relationships. Is it A, social media pretending, 
B, strong fallback games. C, text messages are the new deep conversations. <laughs> Ooh. Or D, reverse gender roles. Y'all need some good questions. They are, and it could be so many different answers because I have a feel, I feel ways about multiple answers on there. Um, the texting one does it for me. Okay, text messages are uh -huh, the because, conversation. Yeah, because anybody who knows me knows that. I mean, I do like the text because I'm not really a phone person a lot. Um, and that's primarily because of the type of work that I do because I talk all day. And sometimes at the end of the day, I get tired of hearing my own voice. So I don't want to hear anybody else's. However, Dang. if it is a <laughs> new relationship or like I'm trying to develop with someone mm -hmm. or if it's a situation where we're together in a relationship, I want to talk to you sometimes. Gotcha. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the phone. We can do a video call. You know, they have video apps, yep. Duo, WhatsApp, so many things. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily feel that I can really deeply get to know you through texting. Um, and that's part of my issues that I have with a lot of these dating apps because a lot of my experiences on there, that's all they want to do is just message. They don't want to take it further <laughs> by calling on the phone or doing a video call or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's different if, um, you know, I'm seeing you pretty frequently, daily, whatever have you then maybe I wouldn't necessarily feel it's like we got to talk every day, so yeah. to speak, on the phone. But if I'm not seeing you at all and we're not making any plans in the near future to see each other, why are you just texting me? Because texting can be really misinterpreted a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 can't, I can't really see how you feel about a situation when we're talking you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i want i want to really see your face i want to look at your non-verbals you know because i'm a big non-verbal mm -hmm. person too and so like if i can't see that you know that's a problem for me so for me it would be the texting being a okay. new form of communication like i just want balance like you can text me good morning beautiful i do like that Good morning, beautiful. You know, your good evening. You can do all of that or whatever, but it's oh my god, Keith. No, I'm saying I do like that, but I'm just saying, like, don't let that be the sole form of communication. You know, even if you want to just pick up the phone and be like, hey, just call them real quick just to see how your day was, you know what I'm saying, or what. How, how's your evening going or so like let me know you care i think text is just a cop out honestly mm. just an easy way to get out of talking but anyway that's just me okay well because i would have to agree with you that's one of my big pet peeves um when it comes to relationships um and i think a lot of that i'm the opposite of you so i actually love to talk um and I prefer phone calls, to be honest with you. I think there's a time and a place for text messages. And I think you stated that also in your response um, as well. 
Um, but I am the type of person, even after I have had a long day at work and things of that nature, um, I want to hear your voice. Um, it's just something about, um, you know, the bass in your voice, your intonation. Um, you can you can hear, you know, you, your ebbs and flows and all of that kind of. Okay, it's um, the tone. Yes, and you don't necessarily get that through text messages. Like, we know we have emojis, we have memes, we got gifts so on and so forth. Um, but it's nothing like hearing, you know, that voice on the other end of that phone. Um, and then you put a voice with the face, you do a video chat. It definitely at times can take it, you know, to a whole nother um, level and things of that nature. So um, I'm the type, if you need to, we need to talk about something that's deep. Um, and especially if the message is like over... I would say three sentences is not something that I want to sit up here and read no text message. Um, we need to talk about um, the situation, um, preferably meet face to face. But if we can't meet face to face, like I said, I will definitely I understand a phone call. But I don't want to be having no real serious uh, convos uh, with somebody in text messages, because as you stated, Shaniqua, things can get uh, miscommunicated quite easily. Um, and things like that, you know, a lot of us, um, especially if we've taken some type of course or some type of training when it comes to communication, you know, for some people, if you put an exclamation point, some people will, um, uh, interpret that as, you know, you're screaming, you're yelling, mm -hmm. um, at them. If you write things in all caps, you know, that may come off to some people, you know, or why they're angry. Does she have an attitude? What did I do? That type of thing. And it may not necessarily, um, uh, be just that so like i said to me it just makes things so much easier for you to pick up a phone and, and talk about whatever it is that you need to talk about but like i said i also understand that there are times where um texting is it it, it makes more sense than just having a conversation you know hey um you know stopping by chick-fil-a you know babe do you want me to pick you up something that type of thing i don't necessarily need to be on the phone with you to have a conversation um, like that. But, you know, let's say you had a bad day of work or maybe you're, um, you know, you're comp you're contemplating like a major life decision. Like that's not a, a, a dialogue that we need to be talking about uh, through text messaging. We either need to meet up um, or we need to get on this phone and get to talking. So that's mm -hmm. my stance about that particular scenario. And also don't be WYD and me to death either. <laughs> Like that, that that's a pet peeve of mine too in texting. Like, and for for those that may be a little seasoned in age, WYD means what you what doing. What you doing? That's what that means. And especially when that is basically how every text conversation is started. Like that, just oh my goodness. Yes, this makes me cringe just thinking yes. about it. Yes. And then just my look, I'll probably get a WYC text <laughs> from someone just to be petty. But uh, I just, oh, that just makes me cringe like no other. But anyway, oh, please kind of, kind of, kind of ease up on that. Ease up people. on that. Yeah, ease okay. up on that. Yeah. All right. So the next card that I pull, it simply states, what movie is most likely to make you cry, but you'll still watch it again? A, The Notebook, B, Hardball, C, Armageddon, or D, The Lion King? 
it's a cross between the Lion King and the Notebook for me. But if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Lion King. A Lion King had some scary, not scary. It had some sad moments in it there, especially did. when Mufasa died. Yeah, that that does make me tear. Yeah, that does make me tear up. And I know that I am a grown adult. But that still to this day tears me up, and it it teared me up as a child. But it it's, it does it still today. So okay. I think that would be mine. For me, it would be C Armageddon. Um, and these present generations may not necessarily know the movie Armageddon. Um, that's Tom but, Hanks, right? Wasn't he in that movie? Yes. Okay. So that's about the meteors hitting the mm-hmm. earth. Um, you know, and he sacrificed his own life. I think one of the contraptions end up getting damaged or something. And so in order to, I guess, blow up the rest of the meteors that was heading towards earth, he was going to have to, you know, set it off or whatever. And, uh, he ended up passing. He, you know, like I said, he sacrificed his own life to save earth. And his daughter was getting married to one of the, um, guys who worked on the oil rig with him and at first he didn't like him and then they have their moment you know on the moon before you know he decides to push him back into the spaceship and send him back home and things like that but um it's such a tearjerker um for me um I'm a hopeless romantic in a sense so um the look the the you see the developing relationship uh between uh, Tom Hanks and um, the young lady that plays his daughter and like I said the other um, young man that plays the rigman um, but like I said just to think like it, to when she says daddy like the last time when they're in there's a scene I think she's in the oh my gosh 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 she's in I think they're at NASA and they pull up all the screens and she has her last conversation with her father um, you know before he makes you know he decides you know, to do what he does. And that just, that pulls at my heartstrings like all the time. So mm-hmm. um, as much as I've watched Armageddon and I've probably watched it over 20 plus times, I always ball like a baby uh, when those scenes come up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch Armageddon yeah. again. I think it's it's been a long time. Yeah. Have I ever seen that movie? You've probably seen it. You probably I feel like I it. have because it came out like the 90s, didn't it? It did. Yep. I feel like I have, but because I knew that Tom Hanks was in it, but mm-hmm. okay. So he died in the movie, his character? Not Tom Hanks. I'm sorry. It's not Tom Hanks. It's um Bruce, Bruce, uh Bruce Willis, who stars in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I thought Tom it. Hanks was in that too. Mm-mm, it's not oh. Tom Hanks. Okay. Well, yep, then I ain't never seen it. <laughs> Because I thought I thought it was Tom Hanks. Honestly. It's Bruce. So basically, NASA hires. Uh, basically, like I said, they are they work on an oil rig out in the ocean, and so NASA basically brings them in and trains them to become astronauts in order to go up, like I said, into this to um, space in order to basically destroy these meteors. You know, that's going to take out Earth. Um, and things like that but it's one of my favorite movies but like i said definitely a tearjerker i'm shocked that this car did not have titanic that's what i was um, just thinking on it. i was like why would it not have titanic on yeah because titanic definitely would have been up there for me yeah yeah i agree with that i was a little shocked by that okay okay 
So next card, cuz, reads, okay. a girl is carrying groceries in and her man holds the door for her. Mm -hmm. What does that say about him? A, he's a gentleman. B, he has no home training since he didn't grab the groceries from her. C, he's misogynistic for assuming she needs help. Or D, he's a unicorn because guys don't hold doors. It's A and B for me. Um, it's a part of me that wants to go with B because mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, you did open the door for me. You held the door for me. But why didn't you pick up the groceries? But didn't they call them? No, that was it wasn't misogynistic. That was C. But didn't they call them something for not doing it? The inconsiderate or something like that? Mm -mm. It just says girl carrying groceries in. Her man holds the door for her. What does that say about him? No, but what was B? Because it was saying something about... So B says he has no home training since he didn't grab the groceries from her. Well, see, I don't know if I don't like the term about home training, but, mm -hmm. but I, I, would, I would expect him to grab the groceries too. Yes, you held the door, but like, especially if it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can see if it might be just like two bags or something but if i got like the whole store you know what i'm saying like you know and i got stuff for us you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah you yeah yeah my dude you 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 could grab yeah. some groceries yeah yeah i would agree with you because i actually wouldn't add any more on to that explanation like thank you however you know it to me it would have been more appropriate for you to get the bags mm -hmm. you know yeah but to each yeah. his own, because I'm pretty sure, you know, somebody else would probably answer it totally different. Mm -hmm. Some people be like, why she's, why he's just assuming that yeah. I need help. I'm a strong woman. You know how some people be doing this. I ain't got time. No, I, yes, you can be independent and strong or whatever, but still, I like she'll be. Embrace your feminine energy. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be B for me. Okay. Now, this one going to make you think a little bit. So it says, name one thing people would look at you and never guess that you were into. And it, it said examples. It could be type of music, TV shows, et cetera. But it can be anything. So if a person was to look at you, what is something that they would never guess that you were into? Hmm. That does make me think. <laughs> and it could be anything. Anything. Um, probably. And this probably doesn't sound juicy at all. <laughs> but um, actually, there's two things. Okay. One is that I love dancing. A lot of people wouldn't think that about me. Like, I love dancing. Okay. Um, and I'm not just talking about the hoochie-coochie twerking dance. I mean, I, I do like to engage in that from time to time when, the, when it's appropriate and the time is right. However, I, I like a nice choreographed dance, you know? Okay, Because okay. um, I used to do that, like, back in the day. You know, like, just, you know, I would study music videos. You know, like, whenever they would have, like, a choreographed routine. Yes. I would mimic it and study it and, you know, be able to do the routine myself. 
Um, Cause I never forget. Um, I actually did that for a talent show that we had at a job that I was working at many, many years ago. Um, the, they had a talent show like for the staff and it was me and like two of my other female coworkers. Okay. And we did, um, it, we did a, a medley dance routine. It was like variety of different songs. And I remember one song in particular that we did a dance to, and that was um, Beyonce's single lady. So that tells you how long it was, how long ago it was. Okay. And so I remember actually studying that video watching Beyonce's dance moves and I basically taught them my co-workers the dance routine and we by the mind you we came in second place in that routine for that talent show we came <laughs> in second good. place no so I, we, had a, we had a trophy and everything I mean we should have won but whatever but um <laughs> I'm no not bitter no I'm not bitter <laughs> but we came in second place so I would say dancing a lot of people don't know that I like to dance um, and then the second thing, I am a hip hop fiend. Like I, yes, I really do. Yeah. I really do like my rap, my hip hop. Like I like that. Um, I just do. <laughs> I can't really describe it. Like I, I think that that shows a a, a different side of me, a more aggressive side, because mm. people think I'm more, you know kind and you know really mellow and stuff like that which i am but i know how to turn up i know how to get down so those would be my two i know it's not juicy like i said but i think those would be things people would be surprised about i think something that people don't necessarily know about me and they would be shocked um is i love um opera i love all things broadway uh so if you ever want to impress me you ever want to gift me anything outside of wigs and dresses from rosses and shoes from torrid <laughs> you, you, you hear that guys you hear that <laughs> take me to a broadway musical take me to an opera you got me. Um, I grew up. That's what I studied during undergraduate. Um, I fell in love. I've been involved um, in plays and choirs and all of that good stuff since I was a youngster. Um, and so it is an art form that I take great pleasure in. And I love introducing it um, to others, especially my students. Um, and so, like I said, that's one thing about me that I think a lot of people do not know, um, is that I really, really, really do have a love. I have a passion, um, uh, for musicals, for theater, um, for opera and things like that. I study, um, the scores, I study costume, makeup, um, all of that great stuff, um, um, even how they move around the stage and things like that. Cause like I said, I did all of that stuff in undergraduate. So it just tickles my heart, tickles my fancy when it do comes you know how to, to yodel? now that I do not know how to do. No. Okay. I was just thinking <laughs> since you had mentioned about opera, I would be like, nah. it'd be dope if you knew how to yodel. Nope. Um, but this year I've seen Hamilton um which was fantastic by the way so for those of you all that you have yet to see 
um, Hamilton. You need to check it out in a city near you. Um, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Everything that everybody's ever said about Hamilton, it was well worth it. Um, also seen um, Anastasia um, and didn't necessarily think that I was going to get into Anastasia and it did. It caused a lot of conversation. Um, like I said, I took my students to see it. It was a great, uh, uh, a great opportunity for us to dive deeper into some dialogue afterward because it left a lot of open-ended questions um, once the play ended. Um, I would have to say my favorite opera by far is Porgy and Bess. Um, love. Oh, my God. I love Porgy and Bess. So, like I said, outside of wigs and dresses and shoes, Wanna you wanna impress me? You wanna get to know me? Take me to a Broadway musical. Let's go sit at an opera, um, and things like that. Hmm. You know, I was thinking that's just such a contrast between us. Like you like <laughs> opera, I like the trap music. So it's like Broadway play, hole in the wall trap club. Just whatever. I just. You know, I'm I'm loving this because I'm like, wow. But you know yeah. what, cousin? When I used to when I used to teach, I actually would take what I had learned during my program, and we would I would modernize it for my students. So I remember we had a Black History program, and all of them were challenged to come up. So basically, they had to take like an event, a significant event from the civil rights movement and recreate it in modern day terms. So how do you think that that would have looked, you know, at that particular um, time? And this was back, I would say early 2000s, um, things of that nature, but I'll never ever forget. I had a group of guys at the time that I was teaching. Um, we reenacted the um, Rosa Parks sitting on the bus. Um, and like I said, they took, what we had learned and studied, and we basically did a hip opera. So we had oh, some. A, remember that? Remember Carmen? Yeah, Car Beyonce and that's what I actually based it off. That's what I taught them from. So, like I said, taking different genres of music, although you may not necessarily appreciate it, you may not necessarily get it, but just having this respect um, and an appreciation um, for those artists and what it is that they do, and then people also having a respect and um, an appreciation vice versa for the next type of genre of music. So uh, a lot of times you may think that we have a lot of things, you know, we don't have similar um, things in common. And then you kind of find out, especially with music, music crosses over in so many different sectors. And it regardless does. of the, the genre, one thing I can say about all music, whether it's hip hop, rap, R&B, uh, bluegrass, country, uh, pop, whatever, in some context, some form of fashion, it speaks in its own way to each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It does. That's and that just reminds me of that episode we did about music last yeah. season. Yeah. Need to check oh, that yeah. out if y'all haven't already. Okay. 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 All right. Next question. Name the best duo. So fries and ketchup. B, cereal and milk. C, books and wine. D, B, and Yonce. Who? <laughs> what was that last one? They talking about Beyonce? That's what it said. B and Aunt B and Aunt say. 
Oh, they try to make a little jokey joke there. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I do love my cereal and milk, but then I also like fries and ketchup. <laughs> Depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, choices, choices, choices. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the cereal and milk, primarily because that can go for any time of day because sometimes i eat cereal and milk at night okay so i'm gonna go with that okay so sometimes it serves as breakfast sometimes as a snack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah okay, like if okay. i have if i you know just want me a, a snack or something yeah i get okay. some cereal milk. give me some honey cheerios with some milk yes i hear you i hear you i hear you well your girl is more of a books and wines type of lady um, I love to read. I love to read. And it really doesn't necessarily matter uh, what type of book it is. Um, and then also I, I do enjoy a good cup, good glass of wine um, as well. I What you be I, drinking on, Keisha? I'm a Stella Rose. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I love Stella Rose. I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and lie that peach, to That peach go hard, though. It do. Peach I, goes hard. Yes, uh, it does. The black goes hard. Oh, yes. Um, I have now in my refrigerator a golden, I don't know what it's called. I want it's the golden peach that Stella Rose has out. That is really, really good. Um, as well, as well as the blueberry. Somebody just put me on to blueberry. Never had the blueberry. Honey, it is delicious. It tastes is it just, actually blue, like it's blue. Yeah, it's it has like that dark plum color to it, but it actually tastes like you're biting into a blueberry. That's the crazy thing. Mm. Um, about it, but I love to read, especially during this time of season. So getting out on my back porch, putting my um, legs in the chair, putting on some soft jazz music in the background and have my cup of wine and got a good book um, in hand. So that's any, me all day. Any books in particular that you're reading um, right now? Not necessarily. Like I said, I got, I read everything everything and anything so just whatever it is that catches my interest to be honest uh with you um and when i get you know in the mood i want to buy a book honestly i basically google you know what's you know what's the best sellers you know right now and then read the reviews from readers who've read it before and then from there a lot of times i'll make my selection and then i'm like hmm, i see why they they are best sellers because this was good it's a really really good read what's up yep 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 all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, cuz one's gotta stay. One's gotta stay. A, a week with no shower. B, a month with no phone. C, a year without bay. Or D, a lifetime without new shoes. That one's gotta stay. One's gotta stay. Read them again. A, a week with no shower. That's <laughs> so that's already on. Um, that ain't mm. okay. B a month with no phone. C a year without bay, or D a lifetime without new shoes. What if you ain't got no bay? Because I feel like I could mm. answer this on C. Because I'm like I ain't got no bay. Um, but then if I did have someone. Because mm. I'm thinking about people that date people in the military, you know, they might not necessarily see them. Yeah. 
But what do they mean by a year with no bae? Does that mean like no communication at all? Like not seeing them? Like you, you could talk to them, but you can't see them. That, that's a see, that's the great thing about this card game because it gets you to it gets you thinking. It's a little vague for me. Yeah. Um no, because I want me some new shoes, so that ain't gonna work either. <laughs> um what was B again? B was a month with no phone. Because mm, I still need I have people I need to talk to. I guess I would have to go with C because, like I said, and I'm only speaking that from terms of how things are in my life right now. Gotcha. Because that's the easiest for me. Yeah. 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 For me, a lifetime without shoes. Mm -mm. Mm, I, I love shoes. A month with no phone. One's got to stay a year without Bay. I'd probably say a month with no phone because with all the advances that we have in technology now, there's so many other means that you can contact uh, people. So I don't necessarily need a phone to do that. Like I can have my tablet, you know. That oh, yeah, that is true. To, you know, there's other, other ways to get around having a physical phone. Now, it would be more convenient because, of course, you know, the phone is smaller. Um, and it's easier that is for me true. To, to okay, well, I'm going to change. You know, I'm going to change. It's easier for me to take it, you know, from place A to place B and things of that nature. But I don't Okay, then I'm going to change then. I'm going to change. You going to change? Yeah, I'm going to go with B. Because I didn't even think about that. Because I was like, yeah, I could use an iPad. Because it would do the exact same thing. <laughs> same I could thing. Use communicate. It does. Yeah. yeah. Or a tablet, like you said. Okay, I'm going to go with B. Yeah. yeah. But C <laughs> is easy because that's currently where I am in my life right now. But okay. anyway. Okay. Well, cuz I'm do. let's do two more. Okay. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. So what is your theory on phone privacy during a relationship? Is it A, what privacy? A, no privacy, lurking is life. B, don't ask to see my phone and I won't ask to see yours. C, go looking for dirt. You're going to find it. Or D, we can trade phones for a day and it wouldn't even bother me. I'm going to go with D because I ain't got nothing to hide. Okay. I don't have nothing to hide. And I feel like if I got to lurk through your phone, that means I don't trust you. And I don't, if I don't trust you, then I don't need to be with you. Mm. So, like I said, I don't have nothing to hide. So, it'll be D for me. D for you. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing, too. Um, I'm like you because you're not going to really find nothing. Um, in my phone, check social media, check what it is that you want to. Um, I don't have necessarily anything to hide just like you. Uh, I am a big proponent. I've heard the elderly, uh, elderly individuals in our community say you go looking for dirt. Nine out of 10 it. times you are going to find it. So you have to be prepared for how you're going to handle it, you know, handle when that does occur. Cause nine out of 10 times it's, it's going to happen. Um, and a lot of times we're not prepared for what we discover in this process. So you, you got to know you, you got to know yourself, um, and things like that. But if I was in a relationship and he wanted to trade phones here, you can have at it. So 
It is what it is. All right. Last question. Make it good. Make it good. Yeah. Ooh. All of these are really good, though. That's the thing. Okay. Biggest pet peeve during an argument is a person who A, deflects blame, B, flips the script on you, C, ignores you, or D, tries to make jokes at the wrong time. What was A? Deflects blame. D that one. That'd be my pet peeve. Because I feel like in an argument, it's two people that's arguing. And I don't think that that is fair to not own to own up to your part mm -hmm. that you played in the argument. Um, to me, that's the fastest way to kind of like tear down communication for me, because I feel like we both play a part in this. So we both should be willing to communicate that and figure out some type of common ground to work this out. So that would be mine. For me, I would have to say C. Um, Shaniqua, just like you stated, when we're in conflict, it's two or more individuals involved um, in that conflict. And so once again, I just feel like, you know, we should try to handle things as mature and, and, and as adult-like as possible. Um, and so my thing is, you know, when you're talking, when you're speaking, and when you're trying to... Um, help me to better understand your point of view and I'm giving you my all, you know, I'm being attentive. Um, I'm not disrupting you. Um, I'm not lashing out on you and things of that nature. I'm trying to, you know, remain calm. And yet when it's my turn to communicate my thoughts or my feelings about the situation, you know, you pulling out the phone, mm -hmm. uh, a call may come through. You may actually answer the phone call. Um, you may seem disinterested. Um, in the conversation. Um, and that's just, you just giving off just non-verbals by your body language um, and things like that. So to me, that's like a sign of disrespect uh, for me. And so that would be one of the quickest ways for me to lose interest um, when it comes to being in an argument or a confrontation with somebody just to simply just out ignore me. Like I said, it is like, you don't, you don't respect me. Um, and you don't respect what it is that I have to say. Um, and so, like I said, at that point, it's time to, you know, if you haven't already given thought beforehand uh, about the status of your relationship, you definitely probably want to put some thought into it. Uh, you know, if y'all happen to make it or come to some type of concession towards the end. Very true. Very true. Very true. Very oh my true. goodness, this was fun. Yeah. I kind of don't want it to end, but we don't want to bore the listeners and the viewers with <laughs> hopefully y'all aren't bored because i found this we hope quite we hope entertaining i got you want to do just you want to do just one more yeah we can just one more one more okay oh now this is a good one y'all this is a good one so shaniqua you basically gotta rank these in order from least to greatest okay okay so most important from least to greatest is it a your money B, love, C, peace of mind, D, 
family. So those are the categories. Okay, I'm going to write gotta... these down. I'm going to write okay. these down. So you said money. Money, love, peace of mind, okay. family. And you said from least to, to greatest? greatest. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would say... I would put money least because I feel like money, I don't need to be rich. You know what I'm saying? I just, I want to be comfortable, be able to get the things that I need. So I will put that last. That'd be okay. least. Um, and then I would say love and then... I'm trying to, this is toss up between peace of mind because I want peace of mind. That's important. But then family is important too. So I'm going to go with money, love, peace of mind, and family. Okay. okay. That'd be mine. For me, money would definitely be the least. I'm just like you. I don't necessarily have to be rich um, to be happy um, or to feel like I'm a success. Uh, so that would be the least on my list. Uh, number two. Ooh. Oh. These are hard. It's a difficult decision. Because I love love. I would probably say number two would be love. Okay. Uh, three, I would probably say family. Um, and the reason being, as much as I love my family, I'm talking about overall. Um, sometimes family can cause you some headaches, some heartache, and some grief. Um and things of that nature. So sometimes you may have to put a little bit of space, a little distance between between y'all. But at the same time, at the end of the day, we still family, still love, love each other. Um, and nothing's happened in my family for y'all that may be thinking that like, what in the world is going down? Nothing like that. Uh, but also the older that I get, the reason why I put peace of mind first um, is there have been times in my life and still I'm learning now. A lot of times I feel like I put other people ahead of me, um, whether that's family, that's friends, that's coworkers, it's students, et cetera. And I don't necessarily take care of myself in the manner in which I should do. Um, and so I am learning at the end of the day um, as a fellow one, a former coworker told me many, 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 many years ago, you cannot put a price on peace. And so I am learning that. I am learning to appreciate being in that space, um, telling people no and not feeling guilty uh, when I need to take some time out for myself and reflect and meditate um, and things of that nature. And I feel like it puts me in a better headspace mm -hmm. um, to be a better version of me moving forward so that I can continue to do the work that I do on a daily basis. So once again, for me, uh, money love family than peace of mind that's good like i said i was kind of battling back and forth between the peace of mind and family but 
I think I went with family at the end only because um, like my family is very important to me because I don't have a big family. So my family is everything. And I feel like, you know, my family doesn't really cause me a lot of stress. Not saying that yours does or anybody else's, but I don't necessarily get that for my family. Um, Because I feel like long as I know that I'm good and that they're good, to me, that gives me the peace of mind that I need. So, so that's how I ranked it like that. Gotcha. And like I said, not that me and my family are going through anything because we're not. <laughs> we're not. I just think about overall, like over the years, you know, um, the good, bad, and the ugly. There comes a point, like I said, you have to, Sometimes we have to, like I said, think about you mm-hmm. um, and what you're going to need, you know, to move forward or just to be in a better space and things like that. And like I said, that doesn't mean I tell my students that all the time. It doesn't mean that you don't love or that you don't support any people, the people that are around you like you do. It's just saying that, hey, I need to love on myself uh, more. You know, I'm giving more to you than I'm, um, than I'm not necessarily giving uh, to me. And so the, in order for me to be the best version of me, I need to, you know, take a step back from you because being up all, all on you um, at times, like I said, is actually um, hurting me and things like that. And so, like I said, for me, it's more so at this point in my life, this phase in my life, it's more so about having a peace of mind mm-hmm. um, and protecting protecting my peace and that's just not family that's for anybody Mm -hmm. um that's friends like i said that's from work uh potential relationships and things like that um if you don't take care of yourself then who will especially for those of us who are single um and we don't necessarily have partners and things like that so um i'm very much protective um of myself compared to um, the younger version of me when I kind of just let just any and everybody up in my space um, just because I was a people pleaser and didn't want to upset anybody and make anybody mad. But I'm at a point in my life now, like I said, um, definitely more selective uh, right. with regards to who I have around me. And like I said, if I get an inkling that you are going to disturb what it is that I got going on, then um, I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm not going to be hateful. I don't feel like I have to put up a front and lash out it's just better for us to part ways because at the end of the day i love me and i'm gonna do whatever it is to protect myself i agree well ladies and gentlemen we thank you all for taking time out of y'all day to learn a little bit more about shaniquia and myself i mean we could have gone on uh for several more minutes probably even a couple of more hours like i said this game um, very, very, very fun. It's actually called the Mentally Stimulate Me Game by Derek Jackson. Um, if you're wondering uh, what card game we were actually um, playing on tonight um, and things of that nature. But like I said, thank you all for taking time out to get to know us on a more intimate, more personal level. We hope that you all uh, enjoyed us. Um, if you want to see more content um, like mm-hmm. this, by ne- you know, by all means, um, drop, you know, um, hit us up in the DM, send us an email, uh, that type of thing, because we definitely want to make sure that we are appealing uh, to our followers and to our audience. 
Um, but as always, before we end any episode, we have what we like to call an insightful moment. And so without further ado, cuz, I'm going to let you kick it off. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. So um, this time we have an insightful moment by one of our newer listeners. Um, her name's Mickey. And she actually sent in, it's a, it's a quote, but it's actually in another language. I think it's in Spanish. So I'm not even going to try to butcher it in Spanish because I don't even know how to pronounce it. But I can translate it, okay. what it means. So basically what she submitted was, um, what you do today can improve all of your mornings. Mm. So what wow. you do today can improve all of your mornings. I like so, that. Yes. So thank you, Mickey, yeah, thank for, you. Um, for submitting that. And when I tell you Mickey like supports us, like I often like um will re not retweet because we're not on Twitter, but like um what is it repost or whatever? Yes. Like, I'll do it in our stories because she always will take pictures of like a screenshot of her listening to us on like I think she listens to us on like Apple Music or something like that. But always, so I'm like, yeah, she's one of our biggest supporters. And thank you. She's a cool person because I met her recently. She's very nice. <laughs> so thank you, Mickey, for that. Yes. So that was our insightful moment. Um, and like Lakeisha said, you know, um, you can submit an insightful moment anytime. Um, it can be a poem. It can be a lyric. Um, it can be Bible scriptures because we get a lot yes. of those. We want to hear from you. So just anything that can be uplifting to someone else. And like Lakeisha was saying before, um, definitely make sure to like and follow Insightful Conversations with SNL on our Facebook and our Instagram yes. pages. We can be found at Insight Combo WSL. And please, please don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And go ahead and like this video if you haven't already done so. Also, you can definitely um, listen to us on all major podcast platforms. So yes. you can watch us and you can listen to us, whatever your preference are. We got you. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I had for this evening. Did you have anything else, Lakeisha, no you want to share? Nothing else, cuz. Okay. But this really was a fun episode. I, I really, enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this. We, we and y'all, I have to give props where props is due. This was Shaniquia's um, idea. We actually had another topic that we were going to talk, talk about, but I think with everything that's going on in the world, there's enough, you know, of the emotional, mental um, type of, you know, thematic episodes that we have done. So thank you, cuz, for suggesting. Um, You're welcome. Suggesting this. And um, luckily, I just had the game. Like I said, just been sitting here for years on the table. Okay. <laughs> right. So now it's been put to use. But um, but yes, thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening, watching us. And um, until the next time, we hope that y'all um are doing well out there. Y'all continue to live y'all best lives. Yes. And um just continue to love each other because this we're going through some hard times right now, but definitely definitely make sure that we're loving each other because love is everything so yes. take care of yourselves okay 
All right. Well, y'all take care. Bye. Peace.